This WBEZ podcast is supported by Hacia, whose Executive Fellows Program provides Black and Latinx business owners with real-world tools and strategies needed to master fundamental management concepts related to company stability and growth. Registrants learn through one-on-one executive coaching sessions with subject matter experts in the areas of finance, business development, operations, and legal. More info at HACIAWorks.org. Another high-profile position in Chicago will need to be filled. I'm Susie Ahn, and this is Reset. Chicago's top federal prosecutor, John Lausch, is stepping down. For the past five years, the U.S. attorney has led some of the biggest corruption cases in Chicago and Illinois politics. Michael Madigan, Ed Burke, ComEd. So what impact has he had on the city while in office and what comes next? Let's check in with John Seidel, who covers federal courts for the Chicago Sun-Times. So first, John Lausch isn't exactly a household name, uh, but he plays a very important role here. Explain who he is and what he does as U.S. attorney for the Northern District of Illinois. Yeah, it's interesting you uh, framed it that way. So uh, yeah, he's the top federal prosecutor in the, the northern district of Illinois, which is a very wide area, several uh, counties in the northern part of the state. Um, and he's in charge of um, prosecuting federal crimes and representing the federal government in civil cases as well. Usually that office makes uh, its biggest headlines with uh, public corruption cases like the ones you've mentioned that have uh, ensnared uh, the former House Speaker Michael Madigan and Alderman Ed Burke. Uh, They also um, battle uh, violent crimes, street gangs. Um, There's been a lot of work with COVID fraud, um, uh, people who are taking advantage of the PPP uh, loan Mm -hmm. program, uh, all sorts of cases like that. Um, But it's interesting that you say that he's not exactly a household name because um, I think some in that position um, have really become um, well known. And, um, you know, John Lausch is (laughs) he's he's. I don't know that he's a, a stranger, but um, he hasn't really been one to spend a lot of time in front of the cameras, mm, doing yeah. a lot of press conferences. Uh, he's done some, but uh, that's not been a big part of his uh, work. He's really let the indictments do the talking. Yeah, for sure. And, and just really quickly, uh, could you just clarify for folks the difference between Cook County State's attorney, U.S. attorney for this region, and the Illinois attorney general? Oh, sure. So, um so the Cook County State's Attorney, that's Kim Fox. So she um, she is in charge of prosecuting uh, crimes at the the state court level. Uh, you know, at the at the Twenty Sixth Street uh, in California Criminal Courthouse. And of course, uh, Attorney General Kwame Raoul represents the state. Uh, John Lausch represents the federal government. And so, turning back to Lausch, you know, as as we've mentioned, he's known for tackling corruption. Um, is this something he's done throughout his career? I know he spent some time in private law as well. You know, no, his his background really, um, you know, he was a um, a line prosecutor. He he worked as an assistant U.S. attorney um, before he worked also, I believe, with Kirkland and Ellis in, in private practice. Um, but he spent a lot of time battling violent crime and street gangs. And um, I think that is um, really what's most near and dear to his heart, honestly. Um, and it's really how he became chosen for this position back in 2017. It was another time when Chicago was uh, battling street violence. It's a, it's a problem that never goes away. And that's really what the focus was when it came time to pick a uh, successor for the previous U.S. attorney, Zachary Farden. And it was John Lausch's credentials battling street gangs that mm-hmm. really put him at the top of the list um, and in front of uh, then-President Donald Trump. 
Interesting. Well, let's get into some of the the specifics. Um, uh, Lausch has led major investigations into racketeering in Illinois politics. Um, what's his role been in indicting former Illinois House Speaker Michael Madigan? Well, look, he is the U.S. attorney who was in charge when the decision was made um, to finally indict Michael Madigan. And that's a significant um, position to be in. Uh, that's probably what he's going to be most remembered for. But as a U.S. attorney, he is managing uh, an office full of career prosecutors who have really been working that investigation well before John Lausch came into Mm -hmm. the office. I think something that gets lost a lot of the time, it's the Madigan investigation uh, and the Burke investigation, that did not begin when John Lausch took office in 2017. In fact, uh, it can be traced back to 2014 when Zachary Farden was uh, the U.S. attorney, and that's when there was an investigation into Alderman Danny Solis. He was flipped and became a, a government cooperator in 2016, and then John Lausch inherited that investigation in 2017. So to go back to your question, what has his role been? I think his role has been to manage uh, the office and give support to the people who have been doing that work, uh, hard work, uh, for years uh, before he got there and give them the support that they yeah. need. And we're going to get into the uh, Burke and Solis cases, uh, but remind us the basics in the the Madigan case um, and, and the impact this case has had on business as usual in Illinois politics. Uh, sure. Um, well, Michael Madigan is his. He was indicted about a year ago on a racketeering conspiracy. Um, he is uh, it, it. The indictment alleges that he was involved in what I believe was labeled the Madigan Enterprise, which was. Um, according to the indictment, designed to enrich and empower uh, the former speaker uh, and also to steer business to his private law firm. Uh, One way in which that allegedly happened was through this ComEd bribery scandal in which people involved with ComEd were trying to give jobs and money to people associated with Madigan in order to make the speaker happy. But there are other schemes involved, uh, alleged in that indictment as well. Some of them involved uh, Danny Solis also. I think that um, as far as how it's affected business as usual in Illinois, I, I honestly think remains to be seen. Yeah. We, we've heard, we've seen <laughs> examples of this in the past where we think this is finally going to do it. This is going to end the Chicago way, and, and it doesn't. But I, I think one thing that's really remarkable and fascinating about John Lausch's tenure, and specifically the Madigan case and Burke, is that it really has significantly altered the trajectory of politics mm-hmm. in Chicago. Um, it has ended the careers of two of Chicago's most um, longest-serving and powerful politicians, yeah. uh, who I, I should point out have yet to be convicted of anything. But they're, you know, yeah. uh, Madigan is out of office. Alderman Burke is on his way out of office, and, and the the mark that's been left by uh, Lausch's tenure is just indelible. It's 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 clear he had an impact. And and you mentioned um, the case involving former Alderman Danny Solis started before Lausch joined Chicago, but he collected a lot of evidence in that. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about that case and, and his role in that. Sure. Um, so that, as far I think, can also be traced back to 2014, where uh, investigators, they uh, were looking into whether or not Danny Solis was uh, trying to get personal benefits for, for Speaker Madigan, but also per- personal benefits for himself. Again, in an array of schemes, um, some of which involved massage parlors and Viagra, <laughs> right. it was is a tawdry scandal that that finally came out um, when they confronted him with with all of this evidence in in around June of 2016. He apparently 
agreed to cooperate right away and began wearing a wire on um, multiple people. And he did this for years. Um, it's really remarkable how long he was able to do this and, and keep this secret and I think made a lot of people nervous. And it's and this all came out in January uh, 2019 after Burke was charged. Um, and we've been seeing the impact ever since. Solis was finally charged publicly uh, with bribery, I think, mm-hmm. again, roughly a year ago and entered into one of these what's known as a deferred prosecution agreement, which means if he keeps his end of the deal, cooperates, testifies as he's expected to, he'll probably walk away from all of this without a conviction. Um, but the assistant U.S. attorney who handled that case, you know, there was actually some controversy about it when it finally became public in the court system. And uh, I think even uh, Mayor Lightfoot's uh, administration sought to challenge that deal. Um, but ultimately, City Hall backed off, and the assistant U.S. attorney who had to explain it to the judge said that Danny Solis's cooperation has been singular, uh, really extraordinary. And, and that's saying something in a town like Chicago where yeah. there has been so many corruption scandals like this. Um, so Lash was appointed by President Trump in 2017. Um, and, and when President Biden took office, he tried to get rid of Trump appointees. But Senators Durbin and Duckworth lobbied to keep Lausch on. Uh, what was going on there? Well, I think what you saw was what presidents typically do when they come into the office. That's what ended uh, the tenure of, of Zach Fardin. When Trump came in, he wanted to to be done with the Obama appointees. And Joe Biden wanted to do the same thing. It was time to, to clean house, put in a new set of U.S. attorneys. John Lausch was one of the very few, I think maybe one of two across the nation, mm-hmm. who was allowed to stay on. Uh, and you're right, uh, Senators Durbin and Duckworth uh, fought to keep him. The, the, the understanding was at the time that he was uh, expected to remain to uh, resolve the Madigan investigation. But I do want to stress that I, I think this is one of the most interesting accomplishments of, of John Lausch as well, that in this hyperpartisan era, this, this is a U.S. attorney who's, again, reshaped politics in the city. Um, and he's done so while seemingly maintaining the respect of people on both sides of the yeah. aisle. He did that as a Trump appointee in Democratic Chicago. Uh, and I think that's just a real feat, um, that, you know, these days. So some good political dancing he's done while in office. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I would say it's by not taking the bait from people like us, right? And when he first came in, we were trying to get to know him, uh, try to figure out uh, what kind of U.S. attorney we were dealing with coming from President Trump. And, you know, myself and, and my colleagues in the press room tossed a few political questions his way just to see what happened. And he, he wouldn't take the bait. And looking back, I think uh, I see why. I think it served him well. Yeah. Well, has there been any criticism of his work while he was in office? I mean, there's been some. I mean, it's it's you you can't please everybody. I I think that the the loudest criticism that I can recall of his time in office is when his office announced the decision uh, not to prosecute former police officer Jason Van Dyke. Mm, Yeah. Um, you know, Jason Van Dyke, he went to trial. He was convicted of second degree murder. He was sentenced. He served. I believe it was roughly three years in prison. Um, uh, left prison about yeah. a year ago. Lausch's office could have brought federal civil rights charges against Jason Van Dyke, chose not to. Um, there were some protests at the at the courthouse last year because of that. So so no, I mean, he hasn't made everybody happy all of the time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and that's the, the one episode that I can think of that that sticks out the most. Mm-hmm. And so uh, looking ahead, who will be filling his spot for now? 
For now, it's going to be the person who's been uh, serving as the first U.S. attorney under Lausch. Uh, that's someone named Morris Sonny Pasquale. He's going to serve as the interim U.S. attorney. And then the search is going to begin for um, the next U.S. attorney, which will you know, be an interesting It'll be interesting to see what comes of that as well. The, the Office of U.S. Attorney in Chicago has been dominated by white males. Uh, I'm, I'm unaware of any exceptions to that. There have already yeah. been calls for that to change. And um, just based on what President Biden and Senator Durbin have been doing in the judiciary, trying to d- diversify the bench, um, I'd really be surprised if we saw another white male in that office. Um, Just real quick, another thing that I've also heard from people is is not only is there a call for diversity, uh, but really to continue um, to maintain the credibility and nonpartisanship of that office. Um, You know, it it really is one of those rare places (laughs) left in society where Mm -hmm. that partisanship hasn't seemed to seep in the way it has everywhere else. And I think there are people concerned about that happening with, you know, depending on who's chosen. Yeah. That's John Seidel, who covers federal courts for the Chicago Sun-Times. Thanks for your time today. Of course. Thank you. This episode of Reset was produced by Linnea Dominic. It was edited by Stephanie Kim and Dan Tucker. That's all for Reset. I'm Susie On. We'll talk again soon. WBEZ remains laser-focused on our mission to provide you with fact-based journalism. But that mission is only possible with your continued financial support. Become a sustaining contributor today. Give now at wbez.org slash donate.